Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love, linked in the show notes. And I think also it comes back from when I used to be a server at the restaurant. You interact with people so much and you get to either meet them because they come in so often and you memorize what they eat, know their kids or their grandkids, and it's just kind of nice. So I then realized I cannot be in a cubicle working. I need to interact with people. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. My name is Esprit Devora, born and raised L.A., and I created We Are L.A. Tech in 2012 to unify the community. Podcast launched in 2014, continuing to help people find the best talent, to connect with each other, to form awesome relationships. So proud of this show. Enjoy. Hi, my name is Brian Switchko of One Inc. We are a creative cohort and storytelling studio based in Los Angeles. I've been a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast since the beginning. I've been a member of the We Are LA Tech community since the beginning. I am so happy and grateful to have known Esprit and watched the genesis of both. Um, but I've remained a listener because of the warmth that she shares with her listeners and her audience, but also the space that she makes uh, for her, her guests and the stories that come from that. And then also to know that those stories aren't just stories, they aren't just content. Uh, they're a part of a community and that community is something that can be experienced in so many different ways. And the times that I've been able to meet other people and connect with them from the community have resulted in meaningful relationships and potent business partnerships and you know, at so many situations where I can track back person to person, situation to situation over months and years. Um, and, and just point to as free as the catalyst for, for what, you know, you look back and it's just, it's just magic. Uh, I'm so happy and grateful for as free and the We Are LA Tech community. I will continue listening, participating, and happily cheering for a very long time to come. to the We Are LA Tech podcast, spotlighting LA tech companies and talent. So excited for our next guest. She is absolutely inspiring. Karina from Bioscience LA, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited and a bit nervous. <laughs> and where in LA are you based? So I am in Culver City. I work out of Bioscience LA. And tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. So I am the operations coordinator at Bioscience LA. So I'm pretty much, they always say I'm the face of Bioscience LA because it's the first person they will always see when they walk in. So I'm here mostly for our members. And when we do host events, help out in either the logistics of an event or, you know, our members just being here. You know, sometimes you you need that little break away from work and we can just talk about like a random topic just to make you feel more at ease and not necessarily be like, oh, my God, I have to be here working all day. You can come out. We can go talk. 
what we call our water cooler, which would be our coffee machine and our break room and go out and, you know, have a nice conversation in the courtyard or pretty much anything that I can make our members feel welcome. How long have you been in the sciences or in tech or is bioscience your entryway, bioscience LA, your entryway into this world? I mean, yes, I did come from a background of working in a restaurant. Pretty much my first job was as a server, and then I was able to move up and become manager at a restaurant in Alhambra. And I was more than 10 years that I was there. And then from there, I moved and I started working at UCLA. Yeah. I don't know if that was my first introduction to, like, the life sciences because it was more of a community outreach program that I worked out with. And it was working with teenagers and letting them know about different careers in allied health. So it's like a cursor of me going into the life sciences. And then I started working here during the pandemic of December 2021. But in the life sciences and in tech, this I think is more of the first segue of working in this industry for sure. It reminds me a lot of Rachel Espiritu, which I'm sure you know her. Mm -hmm. And she jumps into these different edges of technology and fully immerses herself mm-hmm. into the culture. And and remind me of her in that way. When you first immersed yourself into life sciences, what now makes you thrive and feel alive? I think for me, when I first started working here, it was just more, one, the pandemic of us just being cooped up at home. And also I was pregnant and I had a three-year-old. Wow. And I always thought I wanted to work from home. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, like having my kids there. And then I did it. And I was like, this is a lot. I don't know how some moms do it. Yeah. I I can't I do it. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> I need actual person interaction for yeah. me to feel alive, I guess mm-hmm. you could say that. And so I came and I started working here. It was just mainly... Sometimes just me by myself in the building because of the pandemic and sat here sometimes by myself. But it allowed me to just think and sit in my own space of sometimes people don't like doing that. Yeah. But I weirdly enjoyed it. A break from home. I get to sit here. And then as we started getting busy, you know, we started getting members coming in and working. And that felt kind of nice just having like the person interaction. Yeah. And then... We started doing events and it was just more, I like interacting with people Mm. and I didn't realize how much I did. And I think also it comes back from when I used to be a server at the restaurant. You interact with people so much and you get to either meet them because they come in so often and you memorize what they eat and like you know their kids or their grandkids and it's just kind of nice. So I then realized I cannot be in a cubicle working, I need to interact with people. And that to me is what allows me to feel comfortable and have a good time. Even though it's still my job, I at least enjoy the interaction and getting to meet new people in any kind of industry. And here is just the life sciences. And I've met so many people in the last like almost two years, going to be this December. So Bioscience LA built a podcast space and we're sitting in it and it's very exciting. (laughs) How does one in Los Angeles utilize the space? I mean, right now we're still kind of trying to figure out more of the internal way to book the space so that 
pretty much anyone that knows us or can refer us can be able to either go on our website, book the space that way and, you know, be something anyone in the life science community ecosystem can come and, you know, do a podcast here. I think it's a beautiful space. We first didn't know what it was going to look like mm -hmm. and how it would work. And now that we see it and when we do tours and we show it to people, people are like, oh, my God, you have a podcast room? Like, how can I book it? What do we do? Yeah. But we're still kind of internally trying to figure that out. 100%. And if you're a member of Bioscience LA, can you just use the room or how does it work in that sense? Or you're still figuring that out as well? Also still trying to figure it out. We do let our members know that we have the space. I don't know if any of them are in the podcast, you know, or filming or doing podcasts, but they know it's here. Again, like yourself, you let us know, like, if I'm able to come or you book the day yeah. and we just let you know as long as I'm here because it is yeah. something that we're still figuring out. So, you know, it's pretty exciting. And you've had the space for about a month now, right? Like uh, three weeks to a month. Yeah, you could say that it's been more ready in the last like two months for sure. Yeah. Bioscience LA has a co-working setup in addition to everything else that you do. So you have the podcast room, and the, but you also have a whole co-working setup. How does that work here? So we're a collaboration hub for the life sciences and we have membership. And you can, you know, speak to our team members, pretty much Shri Bachu, who is in charge of business uh, development. He would be the one that you would contact and figure out if you would want to, one, do a tour and see the space. And if it works out for you, then you can get a membership month to month, work out of our hot desk. It's a very versatile building because we do do host events so we can pretty much change any kind of room into a different setting anytime you come it'll just look different so this is pretty much your office pretty much away from home and you can come as a member whenever you want you have access to the building I'm normally just here Monday through Friday but members come and work after five and We've seen them sometimes come in like at midnight, which is crazy because like it's me. like you can come and like work at a quiet space yeah. and get all your work done. Right. And not have to worry about like, oh, my God, like, am I being too loud or am I bothering somebody else? But then also sometimes like if you come during the day, like you might be the only person here because people still are very much working from home. Totally. Yeah. And you have such a central location. Um, you have a beautiful outdoor courtyard, which is incredible. You have unlimited coffee and hot chocolates, <laughs> which I forgot to get. I must get myself a latte later. And you're right next to all the major Hollywood studios. It's pretty exciting. Yeah. We're like centrally located in Culver City. We're 10 minutes away from like downtown Culver City. We have Sony. And then we are also, like, you know, 10 minutes away from Playa Vista, where you get, like, all the Googles, you know, the YouTube studios. And I think also being 20 minutes away from, like, LAX, so people that are coming in are easily able to get here and not have to, like, worry about, like, oh, my God, I have to go all the way to downtown LA. You know, that can take me anywhere from 20 minutes to an hour get out of the airport and you could be here in 20 minutes and be able to do like a full work day. And do you have to be a life sciences company to co-work here? Because we are a collaboration hub, we want to be able to, if someone were to come to us and be like, I'm trying to do X, Y, and Z. And I could be like, oh yeah, you should meet, you know, Esprit. She can, she can somehow figure out a connection with someone else. Um, so we want to be able to build that collaboration with anybody that's in the building as opposed to any other kind of workspace that you mm. might go that 
can just have, you know, hundreds of different smaller companies that you might not necessarily ever collaborate right, with. Right. Here it's a much more intimate co-working space where you can collaborate with anybody, you know, figure out a way to collaborate with them. In life sciences. In life yeah. sciences, yeah. That's awesome. Bioscience LA does a lot of events. Everybody should check out your event programming on your website, biosciencela.org. What kind of events do you do? Are they free? Are they paid? Like, how do they work? How often are they? What are they about? So, yeah, definitely go onto our events webpage and we put pretty much any event in the ecosystem on our events page that comes across to uh, myself or a teammate or my colleagues or Dave. And so there's could be events here at Bioscience LA. There could be some in like Santa Monica or, you know, anywhere in the county, pretty much, even some across the country. We've had small events from 20, 30 people to 100 plus people yeah. for your We Are LA tech brunch, yeah. which that's always fun. It's always fun to work with Dave on like the stuff that we need to get yeah. for, for that day. It's always super fun. So it's just different things in the ecosystem from panels to VCs to hosting networking events. It's just a variety of things. We did the We Are LA Tech, LA Tech Week brunch here, both in 2022 and this year. It's really exciting. Bioscience LA is just the most beautiful, connective atmosphere. We're in the courtyard, and the community has shared, you could see it all over online, how meaningful the experience mm -hmm. was and how they really felt that Bioscience and We Are LA Tech addressed the LA Tech culture and, mm -hmm. and truly brought community together. And I think that's the commonality, the main commonality between we are LA Tech and Bioscience LA is that we prioritize community yeah. and we really want people to feel seen and heard and supported. Of course. And like we said, like we're a collaboration hub. So we want to collaborate with startups in the life sciences, digital health. We want to be able to be here in this space to help anyone in that ecosystem. What's the best piece of advice that you've gotten that's helped you in your career? Just be yourself. And I always get the comment of like, you're always so friendly. Yeah. <laughs> and I think being your unique self, your authentic self, it's what has helped me. Even if I might be having a bad day outside of work, I always try not to bring that in. See, you're an amazing <laughs> professional. I totally bring in my bad days. Uh, like, that is professional 101 that you do extremely well and I fail at. It's not, it's, I don't think it's failing at all. Um, or if I have a bad day at work, it's yeah. not to bring it home. Mm, Even yeah. though sometimes you could be a little mm, dismissive or in your own world yeah. as you come into either your workspace or go back home. But I always try not to bring either or yeah. into my space either life or workspace. There's so many people listening that work at corporate jobs right now and feel like, I wish I could be myself. Do you think that, because I'm like you, it's my favorite thing, uh, favorite perk of being an entrepreneur mm. is that I can authentically be myself. Yeah. Do you think it's safely possible to be yourself in a corporate environment? You worked with UCLA, I, that's corporate. Yeah, yeah. I, I think there is. In, I guess, in certain settings, right? Depending on what kind of jobs and work, what corporations you work for. 
I think for myself, I was able to be my authentic self. And because we worked with high school students, but knowing that professionalism, like it's still there. Yeah. So knowing certain things to say or how to talk, like it's still what is the line I'm not supposed to cross. But I think for myself and because of the jobs that I worked at UCLA, I think I was still being myself. Yeah. To the extent where I still would smile. Yeah. I would try to be, I want to say the nice person, but just try to be myself. Because even though not necessarily was something that I thought I would be doing, I did enjoy either the people I met, the students I worked with, just being able to come in, do my job, and go home. I will say, though, I did not like that commute, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Commuting is the worst. <laughs> Unless you're listening to a podcast. Exactly. <laughs> from home or from Bioscience LA. <laughs> Who is a person in LA tech that you've come across lately who's really impressed you? A person or a company? There's so many, right? We hold so many events here. The people that I've talked to and the journeys that they've told me about yeah. of how they've gotten to where they're at. Mm. And I think it's just more their story of what got them to start a company or be an entrepreneur or be a founder. I love just listening to people's stories because I always like to ask like, oh, so what do you do? Or how did you get started? And it's either either a personal story that got them started in a business or a company. And I think I just like hearing people talk about their passion a mutual for both you and I, someone that we both really appreciate is Dave. Oh, for sure. Like Dave, D- Dave who is also a We Are LA Tech podcast guest host. <laughs> yeah. He is awesome. Yeah. And he's such a unique, kind, jovial. Yes. Human. I've known him for several years. Yeah. And he's just such a champion of people. He is. He just knows everybody. Yeah. <laughs> he really does know everybody. <laughs> like anybody I come across would be like, oh, yeah, you know, Dave. I mean, yeah, I know, I know Dave. And I'll be like, oh, well, how did you hear about Bioscience LA? They'll be like, oh, Dave. And I'm like, oh, of course. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Dave Whelan. (laughs) He's so great. And it's thanks to Dave Whelan that this podcast studio in Bioscience LA even exists. Messaged my editor one day and he was like, what do I need for a podcast studio or something? (laughs) I'm like, I thought it was a joke. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. When I first showed up, I did not expect it. I was like, wait, you actually built... Yeah, yeah, a podcast yeah. studio. So then to that note, I get uh, a message. We need to get all this stuff. And I'm like, well, what is this? It was, I think it was like a Friday afternoon. They're like, we need you to order these things. And I'm like, okay, start buying. And I'm like, I, none of it made sense. Yeah. It was mics and it was paneling. And I messaged him back and I was like, so what are we buying? What yeah. is this for? And he's like, the podcast room. And now it's here. And I'm like, okay, this is pretty cool. Favorite restaurant in L.A.? So I'm going to say my favorite restaurant is where I used to work at, at Tui's. Tui's? <laughs> Tui's. What kind of food is it? So it's a, like a... And what area? So it used to be in Alhambra, and then they moved to South Pasadena. They're off of Fair Oaks um, and the 110. So it's like a American diner, 1950s type of what used Fun. to be. That's what used to be at the old place. Now they've like remodeled, and it's like white walls and white tables so it's a very different vibe but I think I've grown up with that food so much because I used to work there and I had such great memories of like my first job and I don't know if people have those kinds of experience but like me and my cousin worked there 
in high school, and I think we've we still talk to some of the people there, and we go back. We just recently went back this past Sunday. It just they have like the best. If you like Sundays, uh, to me, <gasps> to me, I like Sundays. They have a bittersweet fudge Sunday. I want. They make their own whipped cream. It's like this old school whipped cream machine. I want. Uh, that I like learned how to clean and put back together Stop. when I was a manager. <laughs> and so it's comfort food. I get it. Yeah. But I can also say there's so many great places to eat in L.A. I, so many great places. The food is amazing in L.A. Yeah. Like there's no other place. My first job was Perry's, and okay. the food was turkey burger. Oh, my God. And now I want to go get a turkey burger <laughs> in Perry's, and Perry's on the beach. Okay, next, favorite activity in L.A., like, or the one you recommend we should do. If somebody just landed in LAX, mm-hmm. what should they do? Where Ooh. should they go? I get that question asked a lot of people that come in to come to Bioscience LA. They're like, what is the one thing I should do in L.A.? And we always think Hollywood, right, because yeah. that's what L.A. is known for. But there's so many beautiful gardens Mm, yes (laughs) yes we're not we're not like new york right where you got central park and we just can easily walk to them right it's it's something that you're gonna have to drive so it's more of like okay do you want to drive are you somewhere like let me know where you're at and i can give you somewhere you can go visit but me and my husband and my kids we like to go walk different places in la and more where our kids can easily run and we don't have to worry about it. So we like doing the marina. Mm, that's um, a good one. Yeah. And then you go see the boats. Yeah. You know, the boys live watching the boats. I honestly would say an iconic thing to do in L.A., either Griffith Park. Mm. But for those that have families, there's this really cool park. I think it's a train travel town by the old Griffith Park Zoo. And they just have old... Um, train locomotives and I want to do this. It's it's and it's free, and so like you get to you can walk onto some of them and like they also have like this little like locomotive train you can get on. Yeah, that gives you like a little tour. So that's pretty fun. We have so many amazing people listening to the podcast. Mm-hmm. If you could have anything come true, something to support you in your growth, either professionally or personally, what would be that dream be that we could all support you in? Oh my gosh, I think right now. And I'm always plugging in my husband. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm finding it very, like, empowering. Yeah. Um, is right now his dream. He has many. But one is beautifying elementary schools <gasps> um, with trees and grass. Love. One, because a lot of schools in the inner cities – if you remember your own elementary school, I don't know. I but do. But, like, mine didn't have a lot of trees, and it was just concrete. Yeah. And during the summers, it's hot. Yeah. If you look at, say, a school in Beverly Hills, like, you're always going to see trees and grass and yeah. flowers. And if you look at schools, say, in Limerick Park, where my kids go to school, yeah, it's the black concrete mm. and... It's hot. So during the summer, like summer days, yeah, like yeah, super yeah. hot. And, you know, L.A. is just always, totally. kinda, you know, warm. They can't go out and play outside. Wow. So they have to, like, rearrange how recess is. Right. So his dream now, right now, is trying to figure out how you can have that access for schools in the inner city. 
mm-hmm. and be able to like just add that green space. Yeah. Trying to figure out how we could do that and how to support him with that. And where should people reach out to you if somebody knows of something? Um, you could email me at Karina at BioscienceLA.org. Perfect. And then if there's anyone out there, I'll definitely pass along that information to him. What's the best way for people to connect with you? Come visit me at Bioscience LA. Get a tour. You email me. You can go to our website. And, and what's your email? Our email. Well, my email is Karina. With a K. With a K. So K-A-R-I-N-A at BioscienceLA.org. And, you know, if you don't know what Bioscience LA and you want to learn a little bit more about it, you can come email me. We could do a little tour. Uh, and you could learn a little bit about the history of one where we where Bioscience LA is. So this used to be the county courthouse in Culver City back in the 50s. I think, if I'm not mistaken, decommissioned in the early 2000s. And then it got repurposed again, and it became a library slash museum, and then abandoned for a couple of years. Wow. And then Bioscience LA came and... Because Bioscience LA is a county-funded program amongst our other founders, uh, we have six other founders as well. This is still a county building. So the building itself, the bones is pretty much what the county courthouse was. But if anybody wants to come and have a tour, you can easily... I, some people say they could still see how this was a courthouse. But I think what we did to the building... And the build, it gives you such a opened, clean feeling where you're like, I would love working here. And that's what we normally get after people leave the space. They're like, totally. this is such a great space to come and work out of. 100%. <laughs> and we have a jail cell here. We do have a jail cell. So because it was a county courthouse, it's like a holding tank kind of small cell, what we call cell therapy. There's a little punt there for, yeah. you know, any of those life <laughs> science people. So it's a it's a small holding tank cell that we still have that we didn't do anything to it. So there's still like the bars are there. We just make sure no one will get locked in. So 100%. we actually have little we cover it up so no one will get locked in there. But people love taking pictures. I myself, I'm. I love showing this space. I'm not a big fan of standing in the space. Yeah, you could feel it, right? You could totally feel. You could totally feel the crazy (laughs) energy. I always get, I don't want a heavy heart in my chest and a little bit of anxiety when I'm in there because you feel people. People people went through. It is weird. Okay, so like you said, this building is super fun. Super good vibes through and through. Everybody loves the jail cell because it's interesting. Also, what we're sharing, what do you think about that you could feel energy? Because there's been no one in that jail cell for years now. Mm -hmm. But that that energy is still in there. What does that, how is that even possible? What's that mean about the whole, the secret and energy exchange Mm -hmm. and we're all just energy, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's moments like that. I'm like, maybe there's something to it because how is it possible to feel all these good vibes up until entering the jail cell? And then all of a sudden you're like, wait, what just happened? Like frequency shift. Yeah, for sure. I mean, again, people come to the space very open, very, you know, glass windows and, yeah. you know, we have the courtyard. Well lit. Everything, yeah. you know. And mind you, this was like such a blank slate. It yeah. was all just white walls. Yeah. Uh, and we slowly have, you know, added color. And as you 
do the tour or you're working in the space. I don't ever really go back there unless I'm doing a tour. And that's normally where I'll end the tour because it's our fun fact. Right, right, right. I will always just stand. I don't go into the cell. Right. I stand outside of it. Yeah. And just stay there because I feel, I honestly feel heavy when I walk in there. Yeah. I'm pretty sure maybe the people that were sitting there, I don't know if, you know, what kind of circumstances let them there, but you feel that energy. Yeah. Of either sadness, yeah. sorrow, yeah. hardship. Yes. It's, it's yes. all there. <laughs> and all of us feel it. Yeah. Like it doesn't even matter if you're not into woo-woo stuff. Yeah. Or, like we all, what do you think that means though in terms of, in terms of energy? Like what does it mean? Like I'm, does it mean we couldn't mold energy? Does it mean if we're like living in a place where chaos happened, we should move? Does it yeah. mean like, what does it mean? Like how do we take that? learning yeah and apply it to the other areas of our life what does it mean um (laughs) I mean I think for myself I'm not like super spiritual person but I do believe in feelings right yeah so we in my family we do sage the house yeah um we'll have different crystals that have to be placed in certain parts of the house I think I honestly say we will sage twice two times a year yeah. Just to feel clean. Your energy. own house. My yeah. own house. Yeah. Just clean out yeah. the energy, um, get good vibes coming totally. to you. And I think, again, goes back to my husband. Putting out in the world yeah. what you want to get back from mm. the world. <laughs> so if you want good vibes, you send out good vibes, you know? Mm. Uh, if you say, let's have a good day, you're going to try your best to have a good day. Yeah. So whatever you put out in the world, yeah. you're going to get back from the world yeah. and from people you meet. So if I meet you and I'm always super upset, I'm always going to get that vibe. Yeah. You're going to get that and be yeah. like, okay, this person, I don't know how to deal with them. Or right, right. I Maybe I shouldn't be like uberly friendly yeah. or just yeah. kind of high, bye. Yeah. Be a bomb. But I think what you want and you want to get back yeah. is what you should put out. Yeah, I agree. It's interesting that you just brought that up because I was like, I wonder if they've ever saged the cell. <laughs> I've taught, I I have like honestly said that we should, but I don't know when I don't At know. At the same time, it creates an experience. Yeah. I almost feel like you shouldn't sage it. Yeah. Because then, I mean, it would take away from. From like, the what learning. It, yeah. From what it was and how it got repurposed, right? Yeah. Like you have what used to be the courthouse, what used to, what is the cell. Yeah. And you come into our space and you get this openness. Yeah. And you want to work out of here. And people always leave and be like, oh my God, your office is amazing. Like, I can't believe you work here. Yeah. But I think also just repurposing a building. Yeah. And you, we could have easily changed that, right? Yeah. But we left it intact. I think also shows the history of the building and the people that come in. It's like our talking point. Yeah. And people will be like, oh, my God, I can't believe there's a holding cell. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's just it's weird because people will say, oh, is this where whoever's not paying attention comes, you know, like as a joke. And it's like, well, we were trying to make it cozy, but I don't know if you could ever make that cozy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or ever can just come in sit there and either of you need time for yourself or meditate. I don't know if that's the space to do it. Yeah. But 
David has like a good quote about how it was like repurposed and people were here that either hardship in life. Yeah. But now you're coming in and it's a repurposed building for the life sciences, which is initially helping either going to be digital health or yeah. somehow eventually helping people yeah. in in the health industry. So it's just kind of like that cycle of either being in a cell to being free. I think it works well in this space, which is weird. It's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for being on the We Are LA Tech podcast. If you want to connect and collaborate with more amazing people in the LA Tech community, remember to go to wearelatech.com slash community. That's wearelatech.com slash community. Say hello on social at We Are LA Tech on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. I will see you, talk to you all the things in the next episode. Bye. Hi, this is Karina Montes, and I work at Bioscience LA. And we are a collaboration hub for the life sciences based in Culver City. And you're listening to We Are LA Tech. The We Are LA Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. Music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The We Are LA Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes.